Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Backpack Broadcasting continues to bring you the best original sports content, but now you can get more of the content you love. For as little as $3 a month, you can get access to bonus content, including behind-the-scenes footage and interviews from the Sports Walk, Sideline Stories, or the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. All this exclusive content comes via Patreon. There are tiered levels of patronage, and each Backpack Broadcasting patron receives exclusive perks. Your support helps Backpack Broadcasting create more of the original content that you love. Visit Backpack Broadcasting's Patreon page and become patron today from the gotham podcast studios episode 81 of the ain't hard to tell podcast dexter henry brian fonseca and returning for the second time this year if you're listening, maybe you know that voice. If you're watching, maybe. you should know this face. Uh, it's Kimberly Martin, NFL writer. I don't want to. I hate messing up people's title. Senior, senior, NFL senior. just like Howard Beck. I had to put the senior. I in worked hard for that senior. <laughs> Do not. Yo, Howard Beck said the that. same thing. He did. He also said it made it sound. It made him sound old. So, but no, I just we're young enough that we're just like. Oh no, I'm. I'm definitely still young. Yeah. Still young, yes. <laughs> Senior NFL writer for Yahoo Sports. How's it going, Kim? I'm good. How are you guys? Well, good. We're glad you came back and actually Absolutely. wanted to come back. Yeah. I mean, everybody wants our to come back. I mean, well, why would Everybody wants to come back, but not everybody can come back. Yeah. Listen. So I you're in a very special club. For my pe- well, yeah. see? Twice in four months. I, that is that's, that's impressive. That's love. Yeah. You won't see me again, probably, but I made, I made time now. <laughs> Let me just... Okay. Well, I, well, it's funny because we talked about that before. We're like, when we get you again, it's going to have to be uh, in the off season. Yeah. And we tried to get Kim here before the draft, but like things didn't work yeah, out yeah, with yeah. either of our schedules. We yeah. just were too busy. Mm-hmm. But Kim had a little bit of downtime, which I'm sure you needed mm-hmm. <laughs> and need because been very busy. Yeah. Um, how was the NFL off season? Because since we last saw you, it's like a lot has happened. Yeah, man. Um. Gosh, I mean, because it's crazy. People just think about, fans just think about the season itself. Uh, yeah. But it's like from January to February, you know, even in January, you got the NFL playoffs, and then you've got, like, you got the Senior Bowl, and then you've got the the Super Bowl, and then you got the Combine, and then you got free agency, and then you got the draft. So it's it's like, especially a place like Yahoo, where 
you know, when you're a beat writer, you only care, like, who would the Jets target? Who would mm-hmm. the Giants target? But mm-hmm. when you're at Yahoo now, it's national. you got to be thinking about, okay, Cardinals, 49ers, like, how is the draft? You know, like, Yahoo, we did a, uh, we taped a mock draft show. Yeah. And going through every pick, and it's like, wow, this is the first time you really have to, that's been the challenge, like, getting a feel for not just the organizations that you're familiar with, um, yeah. everybody else. So it's been it's been crazy. The offseason is still happening. I mean, like, yeah. I just got back from Cleveland last week, and, um, you know, it's mini, it's weird that it's like, you just get the draft is like the beginning of the new season, but we still have so much time until training camp and yeah. meaningful games. Yeah, so. rookie camp and then OTAs, yes. yeah. mini camp. It never stops, man. Goodell has made this uh, so we never stop writing. So that's yeah. a good thing, I guess. I guess, I guess it's a I good guess. Thing. But you're gonna get, but you're getting a little bit of a break. So it's, it's, a little bit. It's good enough. Um, how fun was it doing those mock draft shows in Yahoo? Because it looked the production level looked fantastic, so it looked fun. I'm gonna say thank you from my producer. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that was fun because that podcast. It was our three NFL writers: myself, Therese Paler, and Charles Robinson on the same desk as our college writers. So Dan Wetzel and Pete Thamel and Pat Forty. So you have those heavy hitters. We had a fantasy guy, Andy Barons, um, and we had a host, Michelle. Uh, so it was cool. It was cool. It was the first time I've ever had to do something like that. Um, you know, big time studio and, and but we all gave our mock draft predictions. And it's weird because you know that they're gonna be trade ups, trade backs. Right. So when you're trying to do the mock draft, this was the first time I had to do my own. Um, so you know that this is the guy, if I were, if I was this general manager, this is the guy I would take, but you're also like, "Mm," but I also know some of these guys, um, you know, this might be the team that's just going to go after some kid because he, he might, you know, that boomer bust guy. Like, Mm -hmm. I think this is the kind of team that would take a chance on that, you know? Um, so it was fun. It was fun. I definitely. How accurate was your mom? (sighs) (laughs) Because <laughs> yeah. that's because that's the question. Did you have Daniel Jones going to the Giants? I did, but I had him going. Really? To Giants. I did, but I had but him going 17. at seventeen. Okay. Oh, like because you valued him. I don't like. I don't like that we don't account for trades and mock drafts, though. I will say that it's because it, uh, you know they're going to happen, especially they're in the NBA. Happen, right. And it's hard to even predict like which team, where, and where, what's the trade. when. Yeah. Um. So so yeah, it's funny. A couple guys. I mocked to the right team, like like I think Hollywood Brown. I mocked to the Ravens, right? But not. But for some reason, I don't know if I had like there's some guys that I had them mocked to the right team, but like a different picks, like the Raiders and stuff like uh, that. So, okay. so it's it, you want to say like, are you accurate or not? I don't know because it really wasn't. You kind at of the, are accurate, you but kind it's of, not but not right really. Spot. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um, I think that still counts though. If it's a mock draft, that's a hard. It's answer. hard. How yeah. much of that? Because this is interesting. Because I haven't really thought about this before. But how much of that is you getting? You know what you're hearing, information you're hearing from teams, how much they like a guy. So, for example, you had Daniel Jones right, even though he went at six and not and, and it's not so, seventeen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because so you kind of had how much they liked him, but the valuation of where they would actually take right, him right. was different. Hmm. It's funny because pre-draft, you heard a lot of uh, um, Dwayne Haskins chatter with the Giants, yep. yeah. and I knew that the Giants were trying to oversell that. And that mm. that was them trying to make it seem like, oh, we really love this kid. We love this Haskins guy. We really love this Haskins mm-hmm. guy. You know, so. That's interesting. So I thought Daniel Jones would be the target. 
Now, I figured Daniel Jones, he wasn't a kid that would start right away. I didn't the evaluations that I got on him and a lot of these quarterbacks besides Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. a lot of these quarterbacks, it's like depending on who you talk to, like some a lot of people felt like Daniel Jones like it was like a couple people thought like he had the highest ceiling of the guys. Really? Of, right. Hmm. You talk to somebody else like he's a dog. He he's no <laughs> he's no good. He's a bum. Da-da-da-da. And oh. you're like Okay. So you're kind of like, where does he fit in? What the hell? And then you talk about Dwayne Haskins, and people be like, oh, by far, best best prospect in this QB class outside of Kyler, right? Mm -hmm. Talk to somebody else, like, uh, yeah, okay, like when the pocket breaks down and he's got to make decisions, I'm not really feeling it. So it literally is, every within every team, there's disagreements on who, you know, between how the scouts see them, the GM, and everything like that. But with the Giants, I always... I was always given the impression it was Daniel Jones. Hmm. Now I thought at six, the Giants were a team that had a lot of holes that they had to fix. And at six, you can get a marquee guy, especially on the defensive line or edge rusher or something like that. And Daniel Jones, to me, it's sort of like you sold us on Eli's the guy, right? Mm-hmm. So you're telling me the priority is not getting uh, getting a starting quarterback right now that's what like you passed on the quarterbacks last year took Saquon Barkley okay this year we're gonna take Daniel Jones at six you know like I'm that was the correct tone by the way you know what I mean like that like I was sort of like wait what yeah I think but I think (laughs) right and even because your mock had him at 17 because see at 17 it tells me this kid's good we believe in this kid as a quarterback. Yeah. He needs some work, but he, he has the tools to be – because he's still a first-round pick, mm-hmm. right? So at six, though, I felt like – now, again, let me preface this by saying I am all for teams saying going all in on a quarterback. You may not be right. Yeah. So on some level, as much as I'm killing the pick – I, I like that. Pick, I mean, I'm not trying to. I just thought that I, Daniel, I really think analyze. they could have gotten him late. Like, I don't think they needed to use six on him. I but right. yeah. if you're telling me, as Dave Gettleman is, because I was there, I was at the Giants on yep. Yep. on day one of the draft, and mm-hmm. he was like, you know, full bloom love, you know, in love with Daniel Jones. Like, we saw him <laughs> at Senior Bowl, and I was like, that kid has it. If you're telling me that. We can argue over the scouting, and, yeah. and, and we can argue over what you're seeing versus what I'm seeing, but I love that you love this kid. But it just seemed a little strange that you sold us on Eli still. We can still win with Eli, da-da-da-da-da. And now at six, you've, you've left yourself in a position where, no, Daniel Jones has to be the guy, and he has to be good because not only did you pass on a quarterback when you had Baker and you had – um, Sam Darnold, and you had Josh Rosen and Allen. So you pass on a quarterback then to wait this year, and then next year the quarterbacks are supposed to be better than this, this year. year's class. Yep. And not saying that they can't take a quarterback next year, but it's sort of like, what the hell? You could have yeah. used the six pick on a different... And now you look at that defensive line and, and edge rushers, and you're like, okay, well, who's getting after the quarterback? Now, taking a step back, if you're a Giants fan, maybe you feel like, okay, at least Gettleman sees it like I've got the future of the franchise. I mean, he better. Shoot, shoot they look <laughs> exactly the same. So, I mean, he's got, you know what I mean? He's got Eli, he's got Eli 2.0. That's what he's hoping. All right. Oh, let's, so, I mean, he's got, 
if he's trying to sell fans on like this is part of the plan, okay, let's see it. But he's gotta he's gotta be sure that Daniel works out people, because I'm with you on pe- that. At six, people at six, are, he's gotta be sure he's got. People work are out. saying that Daniel Jones looks like he would play Eli Manning in a movie. So <laughs> they literally, I mean, Kim, and his, Kim's not wrong. <laughs> his introductory press conference, it like I think I even wrote in one of my columns like. It was like looking in a mirror almost. Like you just see like the tall, kind of lanky, like mop of brown hair. It's like, you know. Um, doesn't say too much. Doesn't I think say you too said much. Yeah, it's too. like yep. he, you know. Has a face. He, ha- he handled Memeable it. Face. Yeah, he handled all the questions in a very ho hum sort of, this mm-hmm. is what you say. I'm not trying to, I'm not going to make waves with anything I say. Oh, quarterback um, speech. You know? Yeah. Um, it's just, it's it's almost like the same guy. So let me let me ask this because when I look at that pick and we talk about where they took him mm-hmm. and you look at Haskins and I don't know I, I don't know I don't remember where you had him in your mock Haskins Haskins specifically or how you felt about him as a player because I feel like it's tough to ask the NFL writers when they're not looking at it in the same way the college guys are. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you're kind of just going off of what you know while watching the sport that you cover. Um, do you think there's any bias to why they made the Giants may have passed on Haskins there? The Giants have never had a black quarterback uh, as Gino. a starter. Besides as a starter, Gino, no. yeah. Because yeah. um, I've seen this brought up in certain places. People bring it up. Yeah, and I, I think it it's fair to question, especially after all these years. Yeah, I would say so. People definitely bring it up, and people in in league circles have said it. Like hmm. non-Giants hmm. people have mentioned, you know. Hmm. No, they'll say it in like a conversation or text message like, you really think they're going to take, you know, right. but <laughs> there's no, I mean. So people were down they would even take Haskins before the draft game. Um, wow. Like, were they questioning like, you really think this is going to go down or? Yeah. You know, I've had people say, but it's almost in, sometimes you're like, is that in jest? You right. know, and, right. yeah, and yeah. I don't, I don't. That's a that's a big accusation to to lodge at a at a franchise. Absolutely. But um, there's a reason people wonder it because there's, they there's haven't. Data. There's data. Yeah, that it's like they it. haven't. Um, and Geno Smith being the one is kind of interesting. Yeah, and he. I mean, that situation. It was just not a good situation. Nope. Uh, yeah. He could. I don't think for Gino going to another New York team, uh, you know what I mean, would have been good for him. Well, let me let me let me unpack that in terms of the taking out of the Giants, right? Because the the outside way of kind of looking at it too is like you have this um, black quarterback who has some athleticism, but actually looks pretty decent in terms of throwing the ball as a pocket passer. Maybe sort of, I don't want to compare him to Jameis Winston, but kind of in that Gino? way. No, no, oh, Haskins. I was like, oh. No, no, no. Wait, no, no, no. You should have no. reached across the table and slapped no, him. No, 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 no. I mean, no, because I will say, why, covering Gino, he threw, a, he threw a pretty ball. Like, he, he can did? throw. Yeah. We, uh, we also stood in the sidelines and saw Tim Tebow throw the ball, and that's a whole other story. I also watched him hit a guy in the helmet with, with a pass once. Um, anyway. Yeah, that day. Who, Tim uh, Tebow? <laughs> huh? Tim Tebow? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Dietrich Epps, was that? Yeah, and the guy, like, he threw it. A guy, I think, tore, tore his ACL in the play. What? If, I, if I'm thinking right, I have seen him hit a guy in the helmet. I'm trying to think in a game if a guy oh, got in injured. Game? Oh, is it a game? I'm trying. Like, oh, okay. I feel like I've seen enough. Like, I saw enough throws in practice Tebow where I was just throws, like, Ugh. but mm. it's okay. Tebow's moved on. He's moved yes, on to his other yes. sports. Yeah, so he's good about, for him. He's about to be a New York right. Met. Stop it. Like in the major league level. Stop it. 
stop. Texas is a Well, what I'm saying, <laughs> what I'll get back to what I was saying is, he, yes. you got Haskins. He, he kind of, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes we've seen the more athletic, can't get the ball downfield, can't stand in the pocket and the throw. Black quarterbacks get, you know, lower. We saw what happened to Lamar Jackson. Um, he ended up getting picker picked a lot late later. Haskins looked like he could get picked pretty high. Um, you thought a team like the Giants may, you know, may take him. He kind of fit the mold of maybe not those other quarterbacks. He's not super athletic. Like, he's not. He doesn't fit that. That, If there was going to be the black quarterback that traditional pocket passer, this is the guy. This is your guy. Yeah. But, yeah, no. And then you take a guy. I don't mean to cut you off, but then you Mm -mm. take a guy from from who played, you know, at Duke. Duke, And I saw him play some of the ACC. And as a Pitt fan, I was not impressed with what I saw from him, to be Mm -hmm. completely honest with you. And I don't watch a whole bunch of college Mm -hmm. football. But I wasn't impressed with him. And I would say I was way more impressed with what I saw from Haskins. So I look at it like, why are you not taking Haskins? And I just wonder out loud, is race a the factor there? There, I'm sure there are people that there are people that that wonder the same thing. Um, I don't. I I haven't. It's not for you to answer. Or yeah, say what like it I is, have. So. Like I I haven't gotten the indication that like there's legit where there's smoke, there's fire, mm-hmm. like. Like ding ding ding, that's the reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also like I didn't believe the Haskins hype. So to me, them mm. not take so them not taking him wasn't like a surprise to me. It really was like it's like okay, they're gonna take Daniel Jones. I bet you if they're gonna take a quarterback, they're gonna take Daniel Jones. Daniel so taking him 2.0. at taking him at six though, that's why I was like okay, we mm-hmm. are this is because now what, what's so weird is like. We're crowning this kid the Eli apparent, and Eli still – it's like – but we're saying that we can win with Eli. Eli can get us, like, we can be competitive with Eli. But we're also ushering in this new era with Daniel Jones, who looks like Eli's doppelganger. It is just, like, really – it's just really It's like strange. the football version well, of us. Well, what, have you, what do you actually think of Daniel Jones from an analysis standpoint? Not that you've, you know, seen what you've had to see and things of that nature. I mean, it's hard because – Again, I don't get paid to evaluate guys, right? Uh, college athletes and stuff like that. So, um, but I also know a lot of guys who get paid to evaluate college athletes, and they're not good at it either, right? Mm-hmm. So, wow, all right. you know what I mean? No, <laughs> no, not shocking. It? Yeah, no, yeah, I mean yeah. it's, it's like you. Right? I mean, based on what I saw coming out, of, him coming out of Duke, like I was not overly impressed. Like I didn't like he's got. You know, okay, so he's got a decent arm, okay. Size, um, stuff like that. You know, if he's if he's super smart in the classroom and he can read a defense real quick and um, he can be accurate, okay. You put a good line in front of him, all right. I could see him being decent. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I feel like the... There are a lot of there are a lot of prospects out there. It really depends on the situation you go to. Yeah. So definitely. as much as. Um, you know, I'm not really sold on Daniel Jones, but my opinion doesn't matter as much as Gettleman's opinion because his job is dependent on Word. Daniel Jones. Well, Word. you know and, what I mean. And to your point, Dexter, those 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 noises of you know the Giants allegedly being racist, things like that, they're only going to get louder if Haskins is good in four years. And that's Daniel Jones that's it. I will isn't. say the interesting thing is Haskins being in DC. Mm-hmm. Daniel mm-hmm. Jones on the Giants. You know, it's like. Theoretically, you could see these kids for several years playing against each other in the same yeah. division. That to me to is head. really fascinating. It is fascinating, even though even though and, didn't Gettleman say uh, Daniel Jones is going to sit for a while? 
Or at least that's the plan. Oh, he, okay. So I was there for that presser. He said, yeah. oh, like, we can, I mean, we might adopt the, like, Kansas City, like, Green Bay model. We, like, sit for three years. On and a we four-year like, contract? When you pick somebody at six? On right. a four-year contract? So, but here's the thing. What I, I feel like Gettleman, part of me is like, is he just screwing with the meat? Does he just enjoy that? Or is he just trying to give himself wiggle room every which way he possibly can? Because there's no way you take this kid at six and tell me he's going to sit for three years. Like, to me, that's BS. You know what I mean? I, I agree. Like, so why are we even going down that road of saying it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it possible? I guess anything is possible, but that's yes. not why you took that kid at six. If you took him at six and tell me you want to sit him for three years, then yeah. I will tell you you should not have your job. I wouldn't bet on Eli Manning having three years left either. No. Oh, well, yeah, I was going to say, and if he's trying to take pressure off the kid – to your point you made earlier, the pressure is actually already on the kid. Well, now taking him at six tells me yes, that's the guy we have no yes. questions. I am in love. Let's go. Yes, that's how I look at it, and that I would say that, that about any first that to me that to me there is the pressure, right? Like it's not this isn't media created, this isn't fan created. That is it right there. You guys took him at six. Mm-hmm. I think when you, you had when you had two picks already in the first round, and you take him with the first one, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like and over another guy who Dwayne Haskins, who we talked about, mm-hmm. right? So. Whether and, and and to Kimberly's point, it really does matter how Gettleman feels about him. He could feel f- higher on Jones than than Haskins. I happen to disagree based on what I saw, but again, I don't get paid the big bucks. Right? To I do mean, that. he yeah. he's got a his plan has to work really like. He keeps saying, he gets mad, like, oh, you guys, like, you know, people, I'll get the last laugh kind of thing, because people want to say, I don't have a plan. Well, you know, I have a plan. Okay, well, his, we're going to see it. His big thing is basically wait and see. It ain't hard to tell where to get the latest merchandise from Backpack Broadcasting. Gear is now available via Tee Public. Visit the Backpack Broadcasting Tee Public online store to get shirts, hoodies, mugs, and phone cases. Represent your favorite backpack broadcasting shows, including the Sports Walk, Sideline Stories, and of course, the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. Check out the special offers for our podcast listeners at http colon backslash backslash t dot pub backslash lic backslash backpack. Get in the game with your official backpack broadcasting here today. What do you think about Gettleman's plan and the way he's done everything from trading Odell uh, to, to, to where they're headed now with the draft and their offseason? What do you think of his plan? Because it's not just this offseason. It started last It started last year with, with getting rid of snacks and yeah. Eli Apple at the trade deadline and stuff and Vernon, um, Olivier Vernon. Yeah. Uh, or you could say it starts with him taking Saquon. You know, you could say mm. the plan starts with taking Saquon. You get rid of high-priced guys, all defensive guys, uh, and then and then now you come into this year, you take Daniel Jones. I mean, uh, to me, all of the moves, including the giving Odell an extension and then trading Odell, like all of it together mm-hmm. doesn't make sense to me. Um, it didn't make sense to me to pay Odell the ninety million or whatever. It didn't with like sixty five guaranteed or whatever. It did not. I was not one of those people. In fact, I got a lot of crap from Giants fans last year because I was like, the Giants need to decide if they can win with Odell, right? Make a decision and then like stand by that. Tra- if you don't think you can win with him, then trade him by the deadline. Get rid of him because mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense, like. I feel like the Giants do a lot did a lot of this 
talking about like critiquing Odell in the like in the media, but then like when the media would critique Odell, they would defend him, and it's sort of like, what is it like? You're mad that the media is talking about his dehydration issues and IV, or all the little antics that he does with the kicking net and the peeing like a dog. Like you're mad about that, and you defend him. But then something else happens with Odell, uh-huh. and then you want to send a message to him through the media. It's sort of like, just make a decision. So I'm not surprised that they got rid of him. I think a lot of people around the league were like, yo, they got fleeced on that deal. Like, they didn't get enough from the Browns. I think they did. Um, mm-hmm. But if you're the Giants and you feel like, listen, we just kind of want to get rid of him, okay, but then why are we even giving him the money to begin with? Because he had three months of good behavior i guess or since the pizza and and with the and girl the, right. and the you oh, know what i mean yeah. so wow. it's like like uh, to me it seemed very ungettleman like to give all that money cuz the 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 thing about gettleman is like he was the guy that players didn't like cuz he didn't want to pay big stars a ton of money mm-hmm. he didn't felt like he needed to so to give Odell that money seemed like that's odd okay i guess they think they can win with him then the rumors of they're looking to change. It's like, well, what are, what are we doing? Who who said Odell should get this money? Is that Mara? Did Mara say, like, let's just, maybe this is the thing. Giving him this money will make him feel like, okay, he'll have nothing to be, like, complained about anymore. And, you know. Did you think they could win with him? Uh, Prior to him getting the money. Uh, no. Okay. I did not think they could win with him because I didn't think Odell was happy. Well, I can, mm, you know what I'm mm, saying? And he, mm-hmm. and, he, and he made that clear, right? He did. He, he did mm-hmm. make that clear. So to me, it's sort of like, and you were losing with him. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he hasn't won a playoff game with, since he's been a Giant. And and I'm not saying that's Odell's fault. I'm right. saying since Odell has been with the Giants, they went, they went to the playoffs once and they got embarrassed by Green Bay, okay. mm-hmm. you know, after the whole Miami shirtless thing and then running around shirtless in Green Bay in pregame. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so to me, it's like the Giants have lost with him. It didn't, based on the comments, if you listen to Shermer, like, I never got the feeling that Shermer felt like, okay, like, Odell is good. Like, I never got that feeling that everybody was on board with Odell. Um, I didn't get the feel like I didn't get the feeling that Eli and Odell were great, and that was before Odell went out and, and criticized Eli. Mm-hmm. So to me, I never felt like it was a marriage that worked. So find out what the issue is, like, and so so I felt like it was disjointed to give him the money and then say I didn't give we didn't give him that money to trade him, and then oh look I think we they, traded him. Trade him. Th- right. that, that that does happen. That happened. We saw that happen with John Carlos Stanton, for example. We knew the Miami Marlins weren't going to keep him, and they traded him one year into a thirteen year deal with to the Yankees. I think that it's possible that Odell Beckham just got signed, so then they could trade him like one or two years into the new contract. I guess Kimberly and I would put words in my mouth. Her point is that they. I won't say they lied to the people, but you kind of sold them a thing of like, hey, this guy's going to be our future, and then he's he's not. And I will say I do think you're right about the him not being happy, them not being yeah, happy with him. Yeah. He wasn't. I know that too. And yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me. But to Gettleman's plan, if you're going back to all that, mm-hmm. it seems very, when I'm looking for the outside looking in at the Giants, it seems very dysfunctional. It seemed very disjointed, and it disjointed, seemed like – Moves individually, you could explain, I guess, right? But when you look at the collective, it was almost like, okay, we didn't think the quarterbacks last year were good. Like, to the point, like, we aren't considering any of the, those quarterbacks. 
But this, knowing, like, last year, no good. Next year should be better. Should be really good. But this is the year we're going to get this guy. So, okay. I personally would not have done it that way. I personally would not have done it that way. But, again, all that matters to Giants fans is that this man knows what he's doing. So, hopefully, for the fans' sake, I hope for them, Daniel Jones ends up being the the Eli apparent because and stay stays in that in that gig for 16 years or whatever it is because other than that I mean now you're just back to square one needing to find a new face what do you think of the guy who went number one in Kyler Murray and and what he can do for the, the Cardinals see I understood I think the kid could be special right I understood why he to me for the Cardinals, that was one of those before Kings, Kingsbury even took the deal. Like it's understood, like we're taking, we're hiring you, and that's our pick. Mm-hmm. So the Cardinals do like, oh, what? You know, we're calling around Quinn <laughs> yeah. Williams and letting you're them like, know. Like, nah, man, it's like, why are you down. wasting minutes? Why yeah. are you wasting people? Every NFL writer was saying that. It's like, just, what are we doing? Just, just, like you don't. As, the NFL clearly wants intrigue, but you, as long as you don't say. We're taking Kyler Murray. You just don't have to do the extra stuff of like, who knows? We haven't made a decision. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, shifty move dance. So, I mean, that was just stupid. Um, <laughs> what, but the, the, the I, shifty move? No, 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 no. <laughs> the, the shifting by them. That by them, like China, like they're gonna like surprise us. And the fact that right before the draft, like. And some NFL writers were even tweeting like, oh, there's there's rumors that the Cardinals aren't even taking Kyler. It could be a surprise. <laughs> and it's like, what are we doing? And you're like, yo, I know better. <laughs> but it, it's just like, like it, it, this is the stuff about the draft that drives me nuts. But, I mean, to me, Kyler, I think he's, I don't want to say boomer bust. Because I think hmm. the kid um, is could be really special, right? Are you concerned about his size? I am. I am, um, but to me, it's like his ability to, to just run around and his ability to escape pressure, like, they need that. Like, this was a team, like, he can mask a lot of issues on the roster when you have a lot of holes. Like, if your old line isn't great, like, okay, when the pocket breaks down, Kyler, you don't have to worry about him standing like a deer in headlights and being like, oh, shoot, what do I do now? Like, he's going to take off. Um you know, there's always that that next level adjustment. And it's so defenses are unlike anything you've seen in college, whether you're playing mm-hmm. at an Alabama or a Clemson. Like, yes, those are phenomenal programs. But on the NFL level, like, these coaches, I mean, their job is desi- – like, they are going to stop you. So I think – I like them picking him at one. It always made sense to me. I think he he has this, the unique skill set as a passer, runner, just, like, shifty, athletic guy. Um, but the question, I know a lot of people question, like, okay, but does he love? Like, some some personnel guys were like, I wouldn't touch him because I don't believe he loves football. Because of his in, because of his playing baseball before? That's, that's kind of and And it, it was never, like, same, same reason people, some personnel guys still kill Josh Rosen. Like, they're like, you know what? Mm. I don't want anything to do with him because... Like, it's that tennis mentality, that baseball mentality where it's, like, it's all about, like, everything. Like, it's my batting average. Like, it's just me in, Hmm. you know, like, standing there. And it's all about, like, do I make contact with the ball? Like, football, it's about 
it's not it can't just be about you it's got to be about everybody else when you're playing tennis it's just you out there and the opponent like everything hinges on you but in football it's the complete opposite now i hope that both those kids like i think how the cardinals did josh rosen i think they did him dirty as far mm. as they i mean not only did they do the phony like we're not taking Kyler murray um you know at the combine they were like you know we you know Kingsbury was like, Josh, like, he's a smart guy. I could see him in our system. I mean, I guess you could see him in your system, but you don't want him in your system. Like, that's really, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, felt like they put out, the Cardinals had put out, like, a video um, of players or whatever, pitch, and, like, Rosen wasn't in it. And it's sort of like, yeah. and then mm. when people pointed it out, they, like, stuck him in it. It was just like, yo, oh. just, just like, move, like, you know what I mean? And I felt if you're gonna be in, be all the way with like right. whatever you're doing. I, I just, people tell them it's raining. I feel yeah. like <laughs> players just want complete transparency and honesty. You know, um, we get on players, not we, but I feel like a lot of fans get on players about loyalty, and you're oh. supposed to play out your contract, and you're Don't supposed to be all in. <laughs> so organizations all are the ones who give out the contracts. Should they not honor the contract? It's like they literally took him at ten in the draft. Yep. And had um, Steve Wilkes as the head coach. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Fired Steve Wilkes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now they're on to another quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just. And why know? should Josh Rosen be made to look bad when all the stuff you just mentioned make the organization? I mean, why do I always like, tell you loyalty is overrated? He always says that. It, I mean, it it is from a sports perspective. That's and what I'll, I mean. You know yeah. what I mean? Yes. Like, if yes, you Yes, so I'm not saying not to be loyal like, to the people you love. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to yeah, say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, have that for fans. It's like Although. have that have that same energy when you're criticizing the teams versus the player. You know what I mean? Like, I agree. You know, that bothers me. So well, a lot of people are just it's weird that in sports that's the place where a lot of people are for the organization. It's weird that people ride with the billionaires. Yes. One hundred percent because they have yes. because fans have bought into the jersey. Yeah. Right? Instead of the we people, we just talked about this in the podcast. Oh boy, it's, I went on a rant it, about it, this. It bothers me like no other because it's like these are because fans see athletes and think they all one the they mistake just see they they all think they're millionaires, which is it's not bogus, true, right? Right. But that's their concept. That's their misconception. Mm -hmm. So, then so it's like jealous. I would. I, I make, you know, however many thousands of dollars I make in my regular nine to five. Like if I made those kind of millions, you wouldn't like. I would show up for free. Like, I just love the game, da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> but they're not taking into consideration that NBA and NFL, baseball, all different. Yep. All different. And to criticize NFL players on top of that, you know, that bothers me more because their careers, people think that they can play for 10 years. That's not true. Can I say this? Most of them play Same like thing. three years. Yep. Yeah. And once they're done... Yep. What are they doing? Like you have, you may complain about that nine to five that you have, but you're you can work till you're sixty. Mm -hmm. Like these guys have a yeah. very finite yeah. window to make as much money as they can, and they deserve. They're not here because they should feel lucky that they got a job. It's like they worked for it. They yeah. worked for it. But the, the attitude is that they should feel lucky that they. But that's that they, the problem. From yeah. people, and, and that's, it's why, a privilege, and that's like, why a lot of conservative sports fans are very jealous of athletes yeah. and minority-driven sports. And. It's funny. I'm glad you kind of brought this up because so it's way podcasts ago, <laughs> and I, this was way after we talked to you. You were last on here, and I think you wrote about this. And I, I think I remember reading a piece you wrote about Le'Veon Bell and his situation. Mm -hmm. uh, if you can explain for our listeners, I think you and I pretty much were on the same page mm -hmm. in that we thought what he did and the, the stance, I guess you could say, he took, regardless of the money, mm -hmm. you may think he won or lost, was important. And 
there was a lot of criticism of people and Steeler fans I talked to and people I know were like, oh, he shouldn't have done this. You know, right. How ungrateful is he to not do this? And then right. he went to the Jets. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts on, on what he did and how all that played out? So I am all for – I'm somebody who's all for players doing what's best for them, Same. right? Same. I, I want to say something real quick. If if people if people are so mad at people switching jobs, do you know how mad people would be at you? Yo, they'd be so mad at you. <laughs> they'd be so mad at you. People are mad. Why? I, it's Kimberly Martin's life. I, I, told, I, I already told you it's jealousy. I, I, don't I already know if told it's that. you. Like Kimberly Martin had three no, jobs I, in like eighteen I, months. I will speak for you. I will speak for you and say that it's jealousy. I don't know. All right, what some it people is. don't have options because you talked about nine to fives and regular jobs and not being known. And you were an example of somebody who had. I had a nine to five, and I went. You know, but my thing is, I think it's. I don't know if it's. I don't think it's jealousy. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. For each person, could be different. I I'll, think. I'll say it's in part how, jealousy. How <laughs> I, I think because I am counterculture. Like it, what I did is not. That doesn't happen in our business. It's like in the media landscape where jobs are few and far between. Right. There's a feeling of like we are lucky to have jobs. And this heifer is going to walk around and jump from job to job. <laughs> I What's loved she it. doing? I was like, jump, 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 <laughs> jump higher. I think, but I think it's all about leverage and it's all about right. understanding, doing what works for you, right? Yeah. And understanding that in this short time, this is, this is the opportunity in front of me. Now, for Le'Veon, yes. I, don't, I don't like... I don't necessarily like some of the things he said or or how he's acted as far as like or things he says in interviews sometimes like um you know I, I felt like the the end of his Pittsburgh run could have been handled better yeah. on his end and I also think I was also kind of ticked the players in the locker room were like talking about what's like in that. his pockets it's sort yeah. of like wait a minute I thought as athletes why are we not all sticking together why are you guys not sticking <laughs> together and saying like I don't listen rule number one we don't discuss what's in another man's pocket he's not here he's not here okay whatever mm. um, so I thought that was kind of I thought that was interesting and weird and unsettling right but at the end of the day I may not have handled the situation like Le'Veon but as I wrote man can do whatever he wants and he should because if he feels like he isn't respected, if he feels in Pittsburgh he wasn't making what he should have been making, and the Steelers are an organization where, um, you know, a lot of the guaranteed money, they like to put it up front in, like, year one. Like, it's not like year three you can get. You they know what I mean? So I understand, mm-hmm. you know, guys that are there being frustrated by how they set up their contracts, right? Um but really, Le'Veon, he's done this. So it's almost like I'm not trying to compare myself to Le'Veon at all. But you make these so. moves. You make these moves. Okay, now now go kill it because people are going to be looking at you like you yeah. did all that for for what now? What? You know what I mean? And I had agents. I had um, agents texting me when the deal was the four year, fifty two and a half, whatever he got from the Jets. Like, oh, because him not playing last year. He didn't make the franchise amount. Yep. It was like 15, 16, whatever it was. Um, so he did not get that. So agents were like, he screwed himself out of that money that he cannot recoup. But but on the flip side, he didn't play for a year. And he's and he might be your healthy in a position that's too, extremely taxing. And he got and, more guaranteed and, and money. That, that part of it was something I was trying to argue with somebody on Facebook, and it's, that's why. On Facebook of all yeah, things. Yeah, I know. Why don't you just go on Twitter and argue with some, some people? Because Twitter's yeah. just. Twitter's uh, a better place I to did, argue. I did that last week. 
and you saw that. Oh, yeah. Belt. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was like, about time. I'm tired of doing this shit myself. <laughs> I'm like, see, you know what? What did you say to me earlier today, Ken? I'm in a good place. I'm, I'm trying to put that, put that negative energy out there. Yeah. I'm in a good place. Yeah. Not, I mean, arguments aren't negative. They can be. They could with be. people on, on Twitter. T- on Twitter, are, yeah. You know, but that's all the story. Yeah. I think people ignored the fact that Yo, is he, he's rested, being, he's as, rested. but here's the thing: he spent all this time away from the Jets right now. Right, now he's not he there. Play. Now, so we'll, we'll listen, get to them in a second. Right? It's like, do you Who? do whatever, oh. whatever makes Le'Veon Bell peak? Le'Veon Bell, go ahead, do it. Right. But he has put himself in a position to be, in criticized. A position to be criticized Absolutely. unmercilessly if he doesn't perform. Doesn't perform. Yeah. So uh, yeah. it all hinges on Le'Veon. Like he can do whatever. I'm never mad at somebody betting. No. on I was himself. gonna say that we no, all, we always we commend athletes up here for betting because on themselves. I think it's a lot because you have to, to do play. that yourself professionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, whether did, you, you did it when you made all your moves. Yeah, you said forget <laughs> where everybody else. And you had your Le'Veon thing. Who <laughs> <laughs> oh, me? No, no, you. Oh, I, was, <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, I had no lady on thing. <laughs> I was like, I, I haven't done that. You no. made look like you said. What, no matter, look, we support people um, making moves mm-hmm. for the best of their situation and what's best for their career. And I agree with you. I think nine out of ten people would be with that. Would regular workers even though i do think the thing you bring about a media about us having limited jobs and mm-hmm. we're kind of happy it's to real. have the it's ones real. we do that's so, real so yeah. when people are like oh congrats again <laughs> yeah and they say it just like that it's like i understand that yo but I the opportunity is also limited which they should understand right the opportunity to move up somewhere or do something that's better for yourself is also limited right. and when those come about mm-hmm. you got to try to take you have to try to take them right that's just the game it is what right. it is if you're mad about that I mean, Man, I forget it's, you. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not, and it's not like none of the moves were lateral either, right? So. No, it, no, no, they weren't. But that's what made them more mad. Because Kimberly's like, I'm gonna make them more mad. No, they weren't. It wasn't like this. It was like this and this. So it's going higher and higher. <laughs> And it, you see, you know what I like about that? You're keeping the same energy. There you go. <laughs> I mean, I don't begrudge anybody. Like, listen, especially in this biz. Um, the job we don't know if, as somebody who started in newspapers. Yeah, fam, you don't right. know how long newspaper you know will be around. You don't know how long you'll have the. I don't know how long I'll be at Yahoo, but I know while I'm there, I'm going to try it. to push yeah. the envelope. Or I'm going to try to push myself to do things that I haven't done. So, you know, I, I look at it like I can get fired tomorrow, but I don't. I I don't regret anything that I've no done. Sh- no, because I. Who knows? Maybe I wouldn't be at this table right now if I didn't. Make that's not true. That's, not true. that's not true. That's not true. You're one of my favorite yeah. people in the media. I mean, that's I've, not I, true. I've been reading you since Newsday. <laughs> so, like. I'm never good. I, see, I would say <laughs> he that. known you for, like, how long? I, so, you would have been in this so table. So, you would have been regardless. here. Now, now, would we have a table to be at <laughs> yeah, if, that's we didn't, question. if we didn't have, if we didn't bet on ourselves? And that's the problem. But that's part of it too, right? Yeah, well, you, you know what's funny? I want to shift for a second to like career stuff because um you talking about this makes me think about just what you've been through in the last couple of years. I don't say been through, like you've been through some like tragedy or something like nah. that. But just what you've experienced in your career. What you've overcome. Brian <laughs> brought up the word jealousy, right? Oh and, yes. And, Back and, to this. And I will say, doesn't want to go here. I'm, I don't want I'm not I'm not it's saying not that it's fine. jealousy. <laughs> What I'm saying, what I was saying, I'm speaking for you. I'm your hype man. That's what we're doing. <laughs> she didn't ask for that. I'm, I'm the hype man here. Jealousy, jealousy, jealousy. jealousy. Right, Do you on. feel <laughs> people changed in any way around you, or was it harder dealing with people as you didn't make Ooh. lateral moves and you kind of went up, 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 and continue to go up? Um, Do you think? Do you think things changed in the way people were around you, viewed you as a writer, or 
maybe judged your work. I wonder just how things because I feel things do change somewhat as you do different things in your career and how you possibly could be perceived. But have you felt that? And you were know, they judging anything beyond your work? Yeah, you know, I uh, but I think we probably talked about this before, but just for me, it's always like, oh, she got another job. Oh, because being a person of, of color, mm-hmm. people uh-huh. looking for diversity now. Oh, look, she got another job. Shocking. Like, you wonder if, like, some of that is in people's mind, too, which is why it's really important for me to be a good writer or try to be an yeah. even better writer and like work on that craft because you never want people to to question the legitimacy of your position right mm-hmm. and i think it's as a woman too and as a female of color it it's it's even more important for me um that that i don't think i'm like i'm still what is it 7 months maybe at yahoo like mm-hmm. i'm still learning how to attack the nfl from a from a national standpoint like you know when it's when it's teams that you like green bay like i haven't been in that locker room yet you know what i mean but it's like how do you forge relationships with teams that are on the opposite side of the coast you know um that's stuff that that you still have to understand and and realize that yahoo has a national audience so writing stories that will appeal like like i know at newsday like um jets all the time you know Mm -hmm. um but to me, like, I still write about the Jets because I'm here. I write about the Giants a lot. Um, so so I, I don't know. I think I think some for some people, you know, they may question, like, why she got to? Why she got to do that? Who, who, who? She. <laughs> the people aren't watching. The way Kimberly pulled her head back. The voices are funny. You know, <laughs> but again, you know, I think that's in my mind too, especially places that. Um, you know, that I've left also. It's, like, important, like, you know, sort of, like, because I, st- I have friends tell me all the time, like, yo, I was in this, like, press room, and they were like, why would she, why would she leave the Washington Post? Like, that's so crazy. Um, still, you know, and it's been. Oh, yeah. you, you know what that the voice is? That's the voice of a hater. <laughs> but, you <laughs> know, so it's, it's still. The voice of something else. So, so, yeah, I mean, it's hard, you know, it, it's, it's, sometimes I have a hard time even, like, I don't stop long enough to realize, like, holy crap. Yeah, like you moved around a lot, girl. Like sit your ass still for a second. You know what I mean? Like you don't. But but I think I'm in a I'm in a good place of of okay. This job is challenging me and it's kicking my ass in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all good. Like that's all good. And whether people question whether I'm good or not, um, I think I've built a reputation. I'm still trying to build a reputation as somebody who is fair. And who's talented and still has a ceiling that she hasn't, you know, come close to reaching, you yeah, know? So yeah. I can't, so what, what, I, I try not to get too caught up in what people say, but I think it's almost like the Baker mentality. Like mm. you said, like people wondering what people expected me to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you kind of use that in a sense as fuel sometimes. Fuel. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're so, you know, when you're focused more on, people what they the negative stuff they could potentially be thinking or whatever i think there are enough people that know me in the industry yeah and when they see me come into their press room like now it's like oh shoot like i went to jets the other day for gase's <laughs> introductory press room. it's like oh here come the columnists oh, parachuting in okay but see, those, for the but drama see, but those but are your guys my, yeah you those are my guys so right, you yeah. know i think it's more like you get a lot of that playful stuff i think yeah. that's more of this the 
I don't think any of the people that are cool with me and and know me well right wish me harm or or are surprised that that okay you know she she's able to do some good yeah work. you know me yeah go ahead are you enjoying doing more on camera stuff now am I enjoying it I I do like it it is not the natural like element for mm. me it is just not it's mm. just not um but I recognize that it's part of the gig now. Like you have to be able to be on camera. Um, so, so to me, like it was very important that, like, like I said, I was in Cleveland uh, recently. It was very important that I was getting on camera sit downs with John Dorsey, the GM, and Freddie Kitchen, the head coach, and Jarvis Landry, and, and getting Baker on camera. That was important yep. because I understand. That at Yahoo, especially, like we we do video. Yep. Um, so if I'm not producing that, you know what I mean. So it's like I'm working to put all that together. Now it's not just a lot of people that do on camera interviews. Like they don't have to worry about doing a story. Right. Like I still have to. Like to me, the video is like the extra stuff. Mm. But the video to me is is important in a different way as well. Let's transition to Cleveland. What was your time? How was it being out there, spending the time you did out there? They're a team that is now their expectations have gone up on that team. Uh, they were what, seven, eight, and one last seven, season. Eight and, one. Mm-hmm. Um, and now a lot of people thinking they could challenge uh, in the AFC. What do you think of the team? When I read your piece, it sounds like there's definitely a mindset shift. The players sound very confident, but not overconfident. No, and it's funny because. Uh, Dorsey, when we sat down last week, he was like, oh, don't believe the hype. You know, this is a, using the of Gettleman course. line of this is a three year, <laughs> right. like, you know, because right. he was like, listen, kid, we were seven, eight, and one, and third, and we finished third in the AFC North, right? So this is a three year plan. And I was like, <laughs> Now your head now 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 your look was like because look at the players you have in this roster. This, like, this isn't a three year plan roster right now. No, I'm it's like, it's John. a three year plan to win Super Bowls for I'm the next like, three years. Stop it. Um, you should have said that on camera. So, right? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking because that too. the question that I asked him was, "Would you?" It seems like a very aggressive rebuild that you're trying to uh, carry out right now. Would you agree with that characterization? He was like, "Actually, I would firmly disagree." That's actually not at all how John Dorsey sounds. <laughs> he didn't do that, that chair shift. <laughs> yeah, but he's like, yeah, actually, actually, he was sitting in a chair like this. He was like, no, Kimberly. Yeah. He was like, yeah, so yeah, chill. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he was like, no, I would disagree with that. This is like we were third in the AFC North. Like this is a three-year plan. And But to me, the difference is he and, and Gettleman got their new jobs the same year. Mm-hmm. Dorsey came in maybe oh. a couple months before Gettleman or something like that. Yeah. But same time frame. But look at how we're looking at these two teams, right? Now, and I'm not saying that Gettleman's plan is, like, Dorsey's plan is the right one versus Gettleman. I'm, right. I'm not saying that. But it's just interesting, two guys that have taken over a sort of rebuild of a franchise in the same amount of time. Now, Dorsey also was like, I see Baker. I'm taking him at one. And during that draft, everybody pre-draft was like, oh, they're taking Darnold. They're taking yep. Darnold. And Dorsey loved that. They, they loved the fact that that little subterfuge, like, oh, everybody thinks we're going. And then right up to the, like, couple, like a day or two before, it's like, oh, wait. There are actually Baker. rumors that they're that taking shift. Baker. They're mm-hmm. taking Baker. And what do you know? But so I, I don't agree with him. At all that this is one hundred percent aggressive. I think he's because just saying that. Though. He's just saying that because yeah. and he and it's funny because I talk when I talked to Kitchens and him, like Kitchens was sort of like, Listen, 
you know, all you guys in the media talking about, I can't do a southern Jolly like, <laughs> accent. All you guys the, vo- the voices in this po- the voices in this episode's podcast by like, Kimberly. Who's this now? Oh, I'm almost I'm almost don't want her to like ever try to imitate me. It's gonna be really bad. Can you do a Dexter impression? I cannot do. Nah. Oh, pits number one, pits number one. <laughs> Man, get out of here. Did I laugh too hard at that? That was funny. That was funny. A- I'm mad I even brought that up. Like, I just screwed myself. I'm the one that asked. <laughs> yeah, you did. Oh, you did. I talked about doing voices. Yeah. But the, you know, horrible job, Kimberly. Horrible my job. Bad, my bad, Kim. My bad. But Dexter does think Pitt is number one. Uh, 100%. And he's so wrong. But, um, wow. So, but you thought she was going to let that slide? No. 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 Um, but Kitchens is saying, like, the media loves to ask about pressure, right? And right. he's like... We're playing football. Come on now. You know? Um, right. But he's like, everybody loves to watch a car crash. Yes. Because they slow That's down and they turn around. They watch. He, and he's like, yep. there's not going to be a crash here. I'm like, okay. Be- I don't believe that's true. I'm not saying they will crash and burn, but I'm saying they're trying. What they want to do is instill in all these guys, look, F all that individual stuff. Like, you're mm. a team. Yeah, yeah. So... You cannot come in here thinking you're going to get X amount of catches every game for 100 and something plus yards. Or you're going to run like you're going to get the ball for like 25 rushes. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we have so many guys. It's about the team concept and everybody has to sacrifice. Right. And now management is trying to, you know, instill that into the team and understand that, like, if we don't put in the work now. Like, forget what happens in the season. Yeah. Like, this is where you guys have to bond, get to know each other as a team, because a lot of new guys. I mean, between Cream Hunt, who's suspended until week eight, but you got Odell, and you got Sheldon Richardson and Vernon. And, you know, it's like, they, they've. At, this is why I don't agree with, with Dorsey, and I think he's, you know, he has to say, you know, we're taking it day by day. Because if you're going to tell the players, focus, Win the day. Like, that's their big mantra there. It's like, win the uh, day. Win the day. Win the day. You know, fo- what does I mean? get it. Every day, be the best you can be today. <laughs> I get it. I get it. And you gotta, like, repeat that so that guys aren't like, so Adele's not looking at the calendar, like, when do I play so and so? Or, like, you know, mm-hmm. guys aren't looking yeah, too yeah. far ahead and mess up the stuff in front of them. Mm-hmm. I completely get that. But you do His not go out. What was that? You- <laughs> that was my, I don't believe any of that crap. <laughs> Understood. But. but you don't if you're on in the midst of a rebuild like three years slow slow build you don't go out and trade for Odell exactly. Beckham you yep. don't you True don't story. need Sheldon Richardson he's a, he's you know a win I'm, now players you know what I'm saying what? this is like we've got the quarterback we are not wasting any of Baker's prime right especially like, that he's cheap especially cheap. since right he's cheap. now yeah. and you know he's got to take and this is one of the things Dorsey said on camera sort of like in year two mm-hmm. he's like this kid has to has to learn how to master the quarterback position. And that's not that's any quarterback going in from year one to year two because his point was these guys during pre-draft, they're focusing on, they're doing all the stuff they need to do to get drafted. They're not doing anything pre-draft that, that's centered on winning football games. It's like mm. that happens once you get in the building and everything's being thrown at you. Okay, now you have a full season. All right, got the off season. Now 
teams got tape on. I mean, they they know what you can do now. Mm-hmm. You're not going to surprise anybody. So how do you be better? How do you take that next step? So he's like, okay, Baker's in year two. He's got a lot of growing to do. And not I don't mean that in a bad way, but he just has to go to the next step. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you surround him with offensive ta- more offensive talent? And while you're at it, go out and get some pass rushers. Get some corners. Really beef up the defense too. So no John Dorsey. This is not. This a is not. Stop I mean, right. who are we? Kidding? Stop. Come but, on. I, but I understand why he's trying to sort he of temper. Ex- and yeah. he said, "Don't, don't believe the hype." Well, yeah. you don't want to do. Do you know how long Browns fans have been waiting for any kind That's of hype? True. Right. But you, you, you also, but I get it because you don't want to do the Rex Ryan thing. Oh, you, you, I'm not coming in here. To, you know what I mean? But, here, like, but here's the thing. I'm glad you brought that up, and you were there covering the team, mm-hmm. and I was mm-hmm. there too. Yeah, golden years. He came in. He came, yeah, we'll get to that team in a second. Rex Ryan came in and said, you know, he's, he wasn't here to kill kiss, this bell checks rings. Uh-huh. You want to be, you want to be where expectations are sky high. And let's let's be fair. I mean, <laughs> they went to back to back AFC Championship games in his With first Eric Mangini's players, but okay. Mm-hmm. That's actually and Mark point. Sanchez at quarterback. That's a, fair, but again, that's another organization. Point. That's a good point. That moved up and said, "That's our guy." Mm-hmm. They moved up from like I don't know sixteen. They moved up twelve spots, spots, yeah, to, to get him, him at yeah. five. They right. took him at five or five. So yeah. I, so I applaud. You may disagree whether Mark Sanchez off of like one year as a starter, but they were whatever like, this USC, is not a rebuild. But this is our guy. Right. And had they not started tinkering with the other stuff and not wanting to pay Fanic or not wanting to like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like maybe that team could have. Could have continued, um, but yes, I I agree that. See, to me, Kitchens is similar to Rex, not with the super loud bravado, mm-hmm. but Kitchens is himself. Like he'll tell you what he thinks, mm-hmm. um, and he's super confident. Like Baker on video did this. Like I was like, you know, you did the Dorsey impression, you know, with the glass and you're like, eh, buddy boy. You know, he did that. And I was like, so do a Kitchens, you know, impression. He's like, oh, well, it's kind of redneck. And he he hates when I use that word. But he's like, you know, you got the hands and you stick out your belly like this. And it's just like, you know. So, but the thing about Kitchens is like he's got this like southern, heavy southern accent and like, and one thing Dorsey was like, don't mistake that southern accent like this man doesn't know what he's doing. Like he is very smart and he believes in himself. And he's sort of like, F it. I don't have to convince you that I'm good. I don't like as a as a coach, like I don't because I even said to him, like, why is a 40 something year old coach who's never been a head coach before? Mm-hmm. Why? And you've been in you've had jobs upon job. Why are you the right guy? And mm-hmm. he's like, I don't have to convince you of shit. You know what I mean? But you know I, what I mean? And I like, I, run, that I like it. I, I do love that. it. Yeah, I love word. it. Because that it's weird. It's like I wouldn't describe them as like a motley crew of guys, but it's like each guy that's here mm-hmm. from Dorsey, like fired by the Chiefs, right? Mm-hmm. After taking Patrick Mahomes, there were issues internally about how he did the job. Okay. He's got something to prove. Whether whether all these guys want to admit it, they, they all individually something have something to prove. Mm-hmm. Kitchens, like 40-something years old, never been a head coach. Can he be the guy? Baker, was last year a fluke? In year two, can you be as good as we think you are? Odell, you never won with the Giants. You got all, like, really. Can you turn oh, this You know what right. I mean? Like, Odell really, off of that one-handed catch. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's lived off of that one-handed catch for a long time. He has phenomenal talent, but he's hurt a lot, mm-hmm. and he hurts himself 
with the extra stuff that he does. Right. The leaving, oh, I was dehydrated, I, jo- I don't drink water. Now, I will not kill him 100% for that because I don't like drinking water myself. What's I don't. Wrong it's with a separate that's a separate podcast. Ooh. But so, but I Hopefully mean like different voices. <laughs> but, you know, like Oh, sorry, let me just note people who go to Syracuse don't drink water. Okay, I have no so anyway, so anyway, um moving Wait, for real? moving yeah, No. Don't. Okay, so moving on from this. Wait, Syracuse, I thought that was Syracuse. No, no he's just being a jerk. <laughs> You brought up the word dysfunction, so you know where we're going with this. Do do I was it? We get music now yeah, too. Sorry, oh, sorry. Man. I'm in a good place, man. I'm going on vacation soon. Yeah, you I'm almost is this, like. Is this the last thing like work related? Oh no, I got you? some work. No, no, no. Okay. I got some work okay. to do. Uh, I thought we the last thing you do before you go. Okay, on vacation. No, I got yeah. Um, now I'm like, how are you gonna be when you come back from vacation? <laughs> because I know angry. annoyed, no, angry, <laughs> no, 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 no. Angry. I, I, I'm not. Gonna, we're not gonna tell the people where you're going, but I know where you're going, yes. and you're gonna have a lovely time I'm there. Gonna have a lovely time. You're gonna have a lovely <laughs> time there. On, yes. Yeah. If you come back and you're angry, I'm gonna be mad. At, I'm gonna be angry at you. No, I'm gonna be <laughs> angry when I land at Newark Airport. Like, ah, oh, damn, like it's over. It, it, it's it, over. It, it is a pretty. It is a pretty <laughs> back to the bronze. <laughs> You're like, Ugh, back to the guy. Yeah, okay, right, but see. we're enjoying this happy place, right? Yes. So dysfunction. Yeah. Uh, you now will... you're gonna make it an unhappy place. Thanks. No, 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 no. We're gonna be happy about this. We're gonna <laughs> laugh about this. this not, I'm not gonna be unhappy. No, are you still? Don't are laugh you still? At the Jets fans, are you still a Jet fan? <laughs> no, just continue. That might take me to a happy continue. place. Just continue. I don't even um, think you need to answer that any any better than that. I texted That's perfect. you. I texted you. Um, after shocking news of McCagnan being fired. And I was in Cleveland watching practice. And I was like, wait, what? Okay, no. that was going to be my question. I was wondering, was it also shocking to like media members? There was no... Yeah. no. yeah. Okay. Because my thing is, again, Jets fans, I don't know why some of them want to get on me. I just speak the truth as I see it. <laughs> That's your I defending said, yourself voice. I said, <laughs> yes. That is, that is the... I am totally innocent here. Why are we... Why am I met with such animosity, Jets fans? I said, y'all should have gotten rid of McCagney with Todd Bowles, and, and it would have been good. I saw that tweet, and I happened agree. to agree. Yeah. We, well, we actually said this on a recent podcast. Like, normally when you bring in a different GM, they want to hire a different coach or yes. vice versa, whatever. Please, can, can you I just, to explain me, that to me, please? To me, I still don't get it. And what made it worse was, and again, Jets fans, I'm not killing the team. I'm saying let's live in reality a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. You get rid of the head coach. Yep. And the problem is fans often want to hang on the words that are said publicly by oh, the yes. coaches and the GMs and the front office guys. Yeah. Not mm. taking into account that a lot of that is bullshit. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. That is my pro- – like, So then, they, then so they get angry at the middleman they, in right. this case. They get the mad when it's like, oh, but that's not what they said. It's like I don't really care Why what they said. Why did you said. buy that? Why did like, you believe focus that? Focus on right. what is done. Right? Okay. Sure for so December, McCagney should be out of here, right? Um – then and especially in an off season, where he had all this money to spend, all this money to spend to upgrade your team, and management was not sure about they were they weren't sold on him, yeah. right? But on, they still on, on McCagnan, right? Yeah. Still, but it's like oh maybe things will get better. Could you explain to me you another know? situation where you would not be sold on a person doing the job, and then you would say, hey, take all this money and exactly, spend it? exactly, right, right, yeah, exactly. that's just business, exactly. And then, not just all this money, y'all have the third pick. Yo, yes, that's yeah, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A, a big, a big uh, I won't say franchise-changing decision, but a decision that affects no, the top but, three. No, but I mean, that's like. That's big. Yeah. That's big. You, you're, in any draft, you're 
planning on getting a cornerstone at three, because no matter the like, position. Like at three, like those, like that to me, you you might know who's going one, but like in that two three range, it's like we're go, like yeah. we have a guy that could be here potentially for like a cornerstone piece. Yeah, you. If the scouting's right, you should hit it, right? Yeah, shout out to R.J. Barrett, your boy. <laughs> <laughs> but not only that, let the man hire a coach, too. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. It's sort of like, what are we doing? What are we Damn. doing? And Dexter got a green and, polo? That's crazy. Oh, that was not it's not even. <laughs> it's not even the same kind of drink. Green for <laughs> are you sure? Well, they, they changed their uniform. Yeah. Are you sure? They changed their uniforms. I mean, yeah. You know what? A lot of stuff changed up <laughs> with the Jets. The uniform. A I lot mean... of stuff changed up, Kim. Do you like so, the new uniforms, by the way? Side, side, no. side track. Uh-uh. No? I, don't, I, I don't like that stripe. What are we doing with the stripes? I what didn't mind this? it. I didn't no. mind it. Nah. I think it'll grow. Nah. Okay. The blacks are okay, I get the black. I do. The black. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm uh, glad you said it. A lot of people around the NFL saying that, too. I'm not feeling it. I'm not. I'm not feeling the uniform. Out. I love the helmets, though. Love the helmets. I think that's what I like about the uniform. I like. I see when they have the color rush. Like I yeah. hate the uniforms. I'm like, just use the that helmet, helmet is good. all the time. Okay, but, but back to McCagnon. Um, yeah, right. no, McCagnon had no business being here. And and what gets me is the power structure with the Jets. Hmm. I do not believe that power structure works with the Jets. Like, and the power structure is. GM, head coach on the same level, and they report independently to, to, the, owner. to the owner, CEO, oh, right man. now. Before it was Woody Johnson, now he's off with Trump, and now, like, <sighs> it's Christopher Johnson, his brother, right? So. Another reason for Dexter to not be a fan of the team. <laughs> I ain't going to speak on that, but yes. You kind of spoke on it by just I saying said. that. Got you. So, that's your, that's your so, I'm not going to speak on that point. <laughs> But you know how yeah. I feel. Yo, yo, how many voices? You have a voice for I have everything. A lot. I honestly feel like I should uh, voice cartoons. If I could, like, I've I always, really think Or just I start should. a podcast called The Million Voices with Kimberly <laughs> I Martin. Just, I really... <laughs> I feel like I could do it, too. I always do these different voices. My daughter, she finds quite entertaining. We'll do that another podcast. Well, no, because you've done a couple you've of these. Do you've couple done of them off air. Yeah. And they're You have one. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I, anyway, I'm sorry. Maybe we should do a podcast Maybe together. Maybe that it sounds like <laughs> different that's voices. A different. That's what a podcast am... special that you guys should. Maybe you'll come back another podcast. We'll just do voices. That's all. So we're gonna do on Kimberly. Yeah. We'll, we'll just have talk, an I'll talk to tell voices cartoon. and just like throw insults at Syracuse and Kimberly and. Yeah, it'd be pretty you know, good. I'm gonna let it go. <laughs> People I'm don't in a good drink place. water. Just, you know. Well, I mean, look, college football is three months away. We'll see. College basketball right after that. So you know, is Pitt supposed to be good this year? Syracuse football. <laughs> silence. Silence, in the room. silence silence on, on, on I mean, different because things as much, your as, school we want, a football as, much as, as much as we want to get on each other about whose team is better i mean we both know they're just not really good but, right now um, right now not, not and I'm, I can't even, I'm not even gonna talk so about you, basketball so you you saved the 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 trash talking for basketball season. oh 100 <laughs> oh and it's like the other way around for me 100%. like i couldn't say anything i could say anything in football season <laughs> y'all getting better but I, y'all getting we better. are but i couldn't say anything and remember this year, was it was the last time i saw you the last time you were we up here, we were about here, to play each other. Yeah, and then what happened? The Saturday <laughs> I mean, happened, I you. and you <laughs> had you happened. had the audacity <laughs> to send me a text. Like I was, we were winning, and I was going to text her in the second half, and I was going to tweet her, and I didn't do it. And then they, the universe was they like, ended up, don't they send that ended tweet. up not doing anything. No, and you tweeted out at me and put like, "How about that pick game, Dexter Henry?" Ha ha, some kind of meme. Damn, with the last name too. No, she just she just put my my oh. Twitter mention. So you called okay. 
And I was like, I was like, yo, damn, I thought she was gonna let me slide though. No. Mm-mm. I really thought she was gonna be. I was like, yo, you know, I didn't even text her, I didn't come at her. She's gonna yeah, let I'm me gonna be. Come at you, yeah. No, she didn't she, she did not forget. No. I mean, she, she was, was like, we just did this podcast last week. I was coming for you. <laughs> I mean, y'all y'all were bantering about this up here. But I, thought I didn't she, think I, I didn't thought think she, it was gonna slide I thought off. because of the kind person that she generally is, no. she was gonna be like, yo, it was a tough loss. You guys were kind of beating us the whole way at home. And I'm gonna just let no, I think I sent like a hair flip gift or something. Like I know I did something. <laughs> That's extra. actually what it was. I hair feel like gift. it was like. Oh, oh so you decided you like to go extra? You decided <laughs> no. to go extra? Oh yeah, because I know there are only so many teams that my terrible team can beat. And when it's hit, <laughs> come on now, you can't let that go. You can't. But I digress. I mean, you know. But okay, not to dysfunction of our teams. My coach did run over somebody, so. Accidentally. Accidentally. I feel bad for him. Yeah, and and got a I'm not gonna make a joke about that. Which was it's, but, it's, it was not a good year for us. Agreed. Agreed. Um, but it's not. It's not been good times for the Jets. No. Again. No. Uh, you. Um, you. When that column you wrote, you talked about the. I think you said the thing that really needed to change for the team was ownership. Like. If you, oh yeah. So that on Yahoo podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And I said what I said. Yeah. Stand I by mean, because <laughs> here's the thing, and it has nothing. It's none of this is personal, right? Like I have no issues. Like I think Christopher Johnson. Seems like a nice man who wants to do the job, right? Mm-hmm. There's a difference between wanting to do the job well and being actually able to do the job. And one thing mm-hmm. that should have bothered Jets fans, if you're going to take what is said publicly at face value, he was like, Christopher said, you know, it's only, you know, within the last couple months or a couple weeks that, like, I felt like I needed, like, I took a more active role in looking at what's happening. What? <laughs> now, here's my thing. Like, Shouldn't you always be? And here's a, like you're, you've or taken over. Or was He's just trying to save his ass. Exactly. So, hmm. but again, taking everything at face value. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. You took over a team from your brother. You don't know anything about about running a football team, really. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, it's imperative. You're already behind the eight ball, and it's imperative that you get up to speed real quick and understand. Yeah. Okay. Who's here? Who's the GM? Who's the head coach? How are they working together? Being in the building. because And also, when I say the Jets structure does not work for the Jets, like if you – like it's it's done so the GM and head coach aren't tied together so that you just toss out both at the same time. And like if the GM makes bad moves, like that shouldn't be – like the coach shouldn't – bear the brunt of that. You know, you should be able to evaluate them both independently. And while I get that intellectually, if you are going to have that structure, then you need to be involved way more from jump. Not just two months or a month before the draft or a month before, like, you know what I mean? Like, this is not the time where Christopher Johnson should have realized, I need to I need to really know what's going on here. Like, he realized Todd Bowles should have been fired, right? He was able to see that. There's enough evidence that showed you McCagnan was overmatched in this role as GM. Mm-hmm. I like the guy. Great guy. But he did not do a good Draft good enough good enough job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And he came in that first year when they went ten and six and barely missed a playoffs because Fitz Magic turned Fitz Tragic yep. in Buffalo. That year when they were able to restock and reload that secondary was because Idzik had stockpiled all that money and not spent it during the Rex years. So McCagney came in with all this money, and he spent it, and they almost made the playoffs. Since then, the rosters have not been good enough. The draft picks have not been good enough. You take Christian Hackenberg, you don't deserve a job. (laughs) With the second round, you don't deserve to have – You don't. You don't. And that's just being real. So – 
to me, there's enough evidence where this man should have been gone with Todd. But because, you let him spend all this money, okay. all the stuff. This, all and this. and mm-hmm. and I know for a fact they were not happy with him. But they were like, okay, maybe let's wait and see. Maybe okay. wait till when? It's like okay, <laughs> not sure if he's the guy, but maybe you know, maybe. It was just the Todd Mike pairing. Maybe that was it. You know, maybe that Gase, you know, this will be better. And then within like a month or two, it's like, oh no, this is terrible too. We've so got then to what did, so then what does that tell you, Kim? What was the final straw here that made them say, Okay, now we gotta do this? Or is it the reports that we've heard where there was some internal strife between him and Crazy Eyes? I mean, <laughs> the fact that Gase stood up there and was like, I I know nothing, man. Stop I, it. I, like I that was Christopher's call. Like, to me, again, Jets fans, if you're being objective here, if you take everything they say at face value, you're telling me that you're the new head coach. They're so excited you're here. You are the guy who's going to help win games and turn the Jets around. But management is not telling you that it wants to get rid of the GM until management has already made the decision. Like, that to me is just very hard to fathom. Also, think about how that sounds if you take out the football element. But it's where like, it's you, don't any, right. you, don't right. you don't matter. You don't matter. Right, you don't care about me. You don't matter. And that's that, so it's sort of like, what are you saying? Are you saying, like, you matter so little that your opinion does it, isn't taken into account? Uh-huh. No, that can't be it because right now you were involved. You're the interim GM, Ugh. and you were involved in in creating the list of guys that will be interviewed. But oh, oh, it's just Christopher. Christopher will make the decision right. on the GM, and it's sort of like who would want that job? That's that's seriously yes. speaking, no. That's the at this point, at right this now, because it's right no now. different. Yeah. Here's the problem: it's no different than when the when the Jets fired uh, Mike Tannenbaum and kept Rex. Rex. That's mm-hmm. how they ended up with John Itzik because mm-hmm. probably more qualified guys are looking at that situation like, "Wait a second, <laughs> you want to hire me as GM, but are telling me who the coach, coach is, is going to be? Nah. I don't, oh, I, I don't, right. I don't want that." Right. And if you are somebody who's in a position, so look. I don't know where McCagney will end up, but it's a lot harder for the personnel guys to get that rebound job if you've been fired off of losing seasons, as opposed to a head coach. Look, Rex got a job in, like, two weeks. Gase got a job in nine days. Like, Todd got – now, granted, he's not a head coach, but he got a job real quick. You know what I mean? He may get another head coaching job or something. Right. So, to me, it's just sort of like with the the GMs and and the front office guys – you have to be even more selective because you don't get the same second chances that, the that coaches these coaches do. get. Yep. So if you are looking at, I understand some of these GM jobs don't come up a lot, but you got to love the situation because once you get in, there the Jets organization, it's, it's a load. And right now, <laughs> Gase, who, like in, in these four months, what are we in, May? So... Mm-hmm. In in the five months since he's been the head coach, who like he's he's living it up as far as who's the most powerful right now. Like he's got like plausible deniability. I, I didn't know that they were gonna fire that guy. Like I just I was told like the rest of you. I didn't know. And it's like I had nothing to do with that. Really? That like just based on like as a New Yorker, like who is skeptical of everything, yeah. I'm listening <laughs> to it like this does not make sense. But we thank you for coming and joining us here again. Thank you. Um, thank we're going to go take a vacation. We don't know when we're going to mm-hmm. see you again. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
hopefully you'll come back on at some point. We'll work something through the NFL season. You know, I may have, who knows, may have another drop. Who knows? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just playing. I'm playing. I'm totally playing. <laughs> Yo, I'm totally you're trying playing. to piss playing. everybody I'm totally off. I'm totally playing. No, I'm staying put so for a while. Yeah, They're going to be no. so mad at you. No, I can't take moving again. Yo, could you like, if you do get another job, could you like give me this group first? <laughs> So that so I can, drop, can I can break it like a woge bomb. Yeah. And yeah. and be like, yo. Sources, sources told me that Source she's moving to- higher to her ceiling and doesn't want any of you guys to be mad. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's cool. We know you're not going anywhere. Enjoy your trip. Thank oh, you. Oh, we gotta do numbers before you go. Oh, oh right. Uh, so I was looking at last time. Last time was actually Levon Hernandez. And ah, that, that, that was also very confusing because okay. like we couldn't find a football player who's good at 61. But now we're in 81. And there are a lot of wide receivers. Oh. No, I was going to say, oh, wait. Hmm. Is there 80... Quincy Anunua 81? Quincy Anunua is 81. Yeah, but Is like... he who pops with mind for you when but... you think of 81? He's is the first terrible? person you thought of? Is that not terrible? Too many years around the Jets. It's... I was going to say that. It's terrible. Yeah. That's... I need a vacation. Okay, can we just give a better number? Shout out to Quincy Anunua. No, yeah, no disrespect to Quincy. No, no. Quincy. I love Quincy's Quincy. Quincy's a great dude. Yeah, I love Quincy. But it ain't going to be you. Uh, t- <laughs> Tim Brown. Possible. No, it's not going to be for you. Watch. Art Monk. Nope. Anquan Bolden. Nope. Damn. All right, guys. Kim, uh, Kim showed me no motion there. Calvin Johnson. Very possible. Jackie Smith. Do you remember who that is? No. Me neither. Okay, cool. Uh, Amani Toomer. Huh. Wow. Good okay, job. Yeah. yeah. That's good job. Good guy covering I'm all like the time. I'm like shocked that Quincy's the first name that comes <laughs> in my head. I'm yeah. like, you know what? Like... prepare to get more shocked because next is Tori Holt. Oh man! Oh, I love Tory Holt. He Those used Rams to. He used to. He used to murder me in Madden, bro. Oh, oh my I god! Like, yeah. He used to kill me in Madden <laughs> when I was little. I used to hate him so much when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Dick Night Train Lane, four eighty one. Don't know who that is. You, really? I've heard the name a I bunch of times. Name, yeah. yeah. Have you? I've heard the name. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know who that is? Night Train. That's. Yeah. I like that nickname. Okay. Yeah, I wonder why it's Dick and the Night Train, but that's interesting. Uh, <laughs> Terrell wow. Owens. Oh, oh my God. Oh, Terrell wow. Owens. <laughs> How did I? Okay. And and Kobe Bryant because he had eighty-one, 81 points. points in that game. <laughs> you're the you're a big Kobe fan. I, I am. thought you would. What go are you going? What are you going with, Kim? Who are you going with? To maybe. Uh, T. I like To. Okay. It's between him or Calvin. It's so. that's what it comes down to. Yeah. What do you have? T.O. or Calvin? Okay, so everybody's gonna say T.O. or Calvin. Dark Horse Tory Holt. Do we put because... both of them on? Right, let's let's do let's go let's go Terrell Owens. Uh, yeah. We should give him some love because he did not go and make a speech in Canton. So let's give him some he love. He was here. also on the cover of the best football game ever, NFL 2K5. Everything comes back to a video game. I can see. Yeah, listen, yeah, at, listen. At Listen, I grew up on And it's that not shit. the best NFL game ever. Yes, it is. All right. NFL uh, 2K5 is the best football game it's ever. Not. Uh, Kim, it's not. Kim, one last question. What is the be- Wait, what <laughs> is the best football on. game then? Oh, I'm just, I'm not talking video games anymore. Oh. Uh, before you go, is anything you, good you're listening to in hip hop nowadays? No. No. All right, we'll Whoa. end it there. Well, there. we'll end it right there. <laughs> no, isn't that terrible? I am still, I'm still ODing on Beyonce's Homecoming Live. Like, I'm Yo, still. Yo, I still have, I still haven't even watched it. I haven't watched it, but I'm listening to the songs. Driving. Damn, you kind of remind me how to watch that. Okay, I got to do that. I got to watch. That's uh, okay. So you're big. Watch. You're a big Beyonce fan. Yeah. What do you think of Jamel Hill's engagement video? Did you see that? Okay, I'm gonna have to go and tell Jeff. Like, yo, we need to. Yo, you got to step it up, right? We <laughs> for, you know, this is year five that we're July will be five years we're together. Congratulations! Married. So we're gonna have to renew the vows and do like a whole montage or something 
Um, no, that was great. It was fly. It was dope. It was great. I'm like, oh my god, Jamel is literally living her best life, and I am loving yeah. watching it. Yeah, yeah, me too. Loving it. Me yeah. too. So happy for her. Like, yeah. no, but if you see, did you see that video? Yeah, it was dope. It was I really did. well done. It was done. two though. It was two. There was like, well, I didn't see the first one. The one she did to uh, Ape Shit, Beyonce right? Jay, and then but then another part one another starts song. outside the library. Yeah, and that's did the... they merge the two together. Okay, okay, Actually, okay, okay. they dissolve okay. the songs, but so it's part gotcha. of one. But it's really nice. Both both parts are really nice. I mean, she is just no. It's really, it was dope. It was really good. well done. It I'm was very dope. Happy for her. All right, five years. You better drop that video. <laughs> Pressure on you now. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't, I'm gonna look at Jeff. I'm gonna tell, I'll tell Jeff I said hello, and I'll be like Jeff. Yeah, you gotta drop that video. <laughs> He'd be like, oh yeah, let's do a Def Leppard talk. Let's do something. Uh, it sounds like you're not vibing with that. I tell, okay. Uh, all right. Well, on Kim- that happy note. <laughs> on that happy note, because Kimberly's living her best life and is about to go and enjoy a vacation. Kim, thank you for coming up again and hanging with us. We really appreciate it. It's yes. always a good time with you. My favorite NFL writer. One of the few people from Syracuse that I actually like. I appreciate that. Um, just continue the great work you're doing and keep climbing up to that ceiling Thank no matter how mad they are. <laughs> that's all. All right. That's it for episode 81 of the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. We are calling this the Terrell Owens episode. I'm Dexter Henry. He's Brian Fonseca. Yeah. For the great Kimberly Martin. Buy merch. Again, yeah, buy merch. Subscribe. Support. <laughs> uh, do all those things. Next time we got to get Kimberly Ain't Hard we to Tell We have tote bags. <laughs> like <laughs> And mugs that Kimberly oh enjoyed drinking her water out of. And Relax. notebooks. And notebooks. All that <laughs> stuff. Uh, thanks for the support, Kim. Thanks again to you. Uh, until next time, y'all. Peace. Peace.